0: you from the podcast studio inside the Charleston Digital Corridor's flagship incubator with another episode of the CDC Tech Life podcast. When most people hear the terms virtual reality or augmented reality, they think of gaming, entertainment, or more recently, social media with Facebook's introduction of the metaverse. These technologies also have huge potential impacts on other industries, including e-commerce. In this episode, we talk to the CEO of a Charleston-based tech startup that is working to make those impacts a reality by changing the buying experience that large brands provide to their customers. This episode is brought to you by the City of Charleston. The City of Charleston is pleased to support the Charleston Digital Corridor with its mission to foster innovation and entrepreneurship. guest today is Justin Scott. Justin is CEO of Doppel. Welcome to the show, Justin.
1: Yeah, thanks, Rich. Thanks for having me.
0: Justin, can you start by giving us an overview of Doppel? Like, let's start with what problem you're solving.
1: Yeah, that's great. Uh, so immersive experiences are kind of all the rage these days. Yeah. Uh, anything from metaverse to kind of AR commerce. And uh, it's really hard to create this for brands. Uh, It it looks really cool. It engages consumers. We know that consumer behavior has changed, um, but how to get started and how to do it in a low-code, no-code environment slash platform is what we deliver for our brands.
0: Well, specifically, who are your customers? What market are you targeting?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. It's mostly brands that uh, have configuration. So the fact that you can change materials, colors, colors. Um, as well as brand affinity to customers, Mm -hmm. right? So this is not commodity goods. Uh, These are not light bulbs. These are toothbrushes. Um, These are handbags. These are high-end bikes. For a concrete example, most people that go to OEMs to configure a car – Means you change the colors, you change right. the tires, you change the leather to cloth, you personalize it. Uh, so we power that technology. Um, it's horizontal; it can be applied to a bunch of different products, but it, it's it's more for products that people are willing to pay maybe a premium because there's there's a part of brand expressionism that defines them and gives them identity for, through that purchase.
0: Who are some of the other key members of the team?
1: James uh, Townsend is VP of product. Uh, he's probably got five to seven years in in, in visual configuration. Uh, Bill Yetman is VP of engineering. Most notably, he was VP of engineering to Ancestry, which is solving big data problems with genetics and mapping that data. So we're happy to have him as well as VP of ops uh, operations, which is Matt Hewitt. So, uh, yeah, great, great team and happy to work with him at Doppel.
0: What are some of the key milestones maybe you guys have crossed over the past couple of years that you're proud of or milestones you're looking forward to uh, imminently?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. So uh, pre-pandemic, we were looking at the markets, and this technology can be be applied to a bunch of different markets. And I think you're going to see that ubiquitously across all markets pretty Mm -hmm. soon. Um, We looked at commerce and saw commerce not being transactional, especially Mm -hmm. in e-commerce. We saw it becoming more of an experience. So we made a pretty big pivot to go all in on creating a platform to facilitate the ability to provide these digital experiences through, through 3D and AR. Um, and that was a big bet. That was a big swing. Mm-hmm. Um, so pre-pandemic, um, we went all in. Uh, through the pandemic, we built this platform that was labor intensive, you know, tech intensive, and took a lot of good skill sets to build. Uh, p- post-pandemic and with the rise of what people are calling the metaverse, really good bet. Uh, but, you know, big swings, big rewards.
0: Tell us about your background and what led to your current role as CEO of Doppel.
1: Yeah, thank you. So I, I really got my, uh, cut my teeth or, or really learned from some really great people um, at, at Zillow, mm-hmm. which was really providing uh, great data, great big data sets, mm-hmm. great visualizations, usually through um, high-end photography of homes, mm-hmm. which really empowered buyers, Right. And that was really what people kind of started calling the democracy of information. Um, Next, I got really interested in digital networks um, and landed at a company called Tumblr, Mm -hmm. um, which is all about the birth of the creator economy. Right. right? So uh, a bunch of different mediums creating, um, you know, publishing for creators, small C, like me just publishing content or big C brand creators like a Honda or uh, a Buick. Um, from there, I kind of did a geeky thing, which was data visualization in uh, lobbying and legislative and, and regulatory affairs with a, a, a digital startup called Fiscal Note. Um, the key theme there is big data, right? Um, but empowering buyers to make better decisions through visualization, right? And when I looked at, you know, what Docwell could become, uh, I felt like there was a a, a bigger market for engaging experiences through 3D models. So fundamentally, I believe that if it can be modeled, it will be modeled. And this is taking physical products and digitize them to a digital environment. Those assets are evergreen for companies uh, and those assets give off data, right? So we believe that 3D is going to be the building block um, for virtual worlds, for um, augmented reality shopping experiences, um, also probably the birth of what is called IoT, the Internet of Things.
0: Well, looking back at your experiences, was there any that stood out uh, that now that you're in your role that you think maybe uniquely prepared you for what you're doing now? Or
1: anything uh, that, yeah. yeah, 100%. It's it's finding somebody that believes in you yeah. earlier in your career. Um, you know, I, I would say that I got really lucky uh, finding some people that believed in me they probably saw a uh, inexperienced, but very passionate kid, right. That was really, to, you know, willing to run through walls. And um, they took an interest in me and they gave me big challenges um, and they let me fail. And I, I think um, one of the things that we try to exemplify at Doppel uh, through our culture and, and, and just as people is like, Hey, you learn more from failure than you do winning, right? Winning is fun, right? But if you expect to win, um, if you can find a mentor and, put your ego aside and say, Hey, I want to learn. Then, then, then you'll grow fast. And I think there's incredible ability to do that. Now, when I was growing up, you know, you had to find one and that person was probably in your office. Um, Now you have digital networks where you can reach out and say, Hey, I want to be like you one day. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and tell them why. Um, And and more than likely, you know, if you're authentic, people want to help people. That's the promise of digital.
0: Yeah, it really is, like you said, the taking the interest, right? It's one thing to sort of give advice, but the the best mentors, are the ones that sort of have that personal interest and have connected with sort of your goals and aspirations.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you the one thing that I don't think digital is solving is human to human relationships, right? We can connect easier, but um, you need to look people in the eye, yeah. right? You need to, to be authentic, right? Um, you need to give people attention and you need to talk about, hey, I'm not good at this. I want to get better at this. Um, find a mentor, right? The ability to find information for what you want on the internet is ubiquitous, right? Uh, I think you and I probably grew up with Encyclopedia Britannica mm-hmm. or being told, go to the library. Yeah. Uh, you know, now you have the library of God with Google. Mm-hmm. So if you can't find a mentor, you know, find content online, right. uh, read. And if you don't like to read audiobooks are an amazing way to, to learn what you want to learn. So, put down the Netflix, uh, p- pick up a book and learn it.
0: Now, what led you to Charleston? Tell us that story.
1: Oh man. I, I think it's, you know, I think I have uh, it's unique to me, but it's not an uncommon story. Yeah. Um, lifestyle. I had been in New York for 17 years, um, back and forth, planes, trains and automobiles to <laughs> Seattle and San Fran and, and seeing clients. And, uh, you know, typical, uh, turn 40 second child was on the way, mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is, this is pre COVID 2017. So uh, I grew up in Florida. I'm a beach guy. I I thought I could be the best dad I could be by raising my kids near the water. And so we, we took a big swing on that one too.
0: Well, what's your assessment, you've been here a while, 2017, your assessment of the Charleston tech and entrepreneur communities, what are some of our strengths, weaknesses, challenges, opportunities that really stand out to you that you can connect with?
1: It's grown since I've been here. So I got here in 2017 and it's been great to see it grow. Um, I think the strength is there's a lot of good people that want what's best for Charleston. Right. Um, And getting to meet you now, like we're a part of that, getting to tell stories and and talk to each other. You know, I I think COVID uh, through distributed working is ultimately a good thing. You know, I still would like to see people get together in events and collaborative meetings You know, we got involved in the Charleston Tech Center because we wanted to be a part of it. Um, I think you can learn internally through your company, but I think you can learn through your community and in your network. Um, And you need to be together. You need to grab a, you know, a a bite of lunch or a beer or a coffee and say, hey, we have this really interesting engineering, you know, challenge. Like, how would you guys look at it? The weakness, you know, we got to learn from what we're not good at, um, talent density, right, uh, it's a smaller community um you know you've got people that are younger in their career that need mentorship um and then you have people that are probably older in their career and they've established in a bigger market. those people need to be brought together, right the experience with the unexperienced and and share stories and learn from each other so again, post pandemic, I think distributed work is great, but um I think that human to human connection we need to reinvent how we get people together and um, and, and talk about how we solve for a better tech community in Charleston.
0: Are you starting to see that come back now? You know, we're still sort of in this, are we in, are we out phase of the pandemic, but are you starting to see some of that energy and, and folks wanting to get big together and maybe some, some degree of pent-up uh, demand uh, starting I, to express itself?
1: I, I do. You're starting to see the conference circuit bounce yeah. back, Um You know, I think every generation is looking at it a little differently. That's not not uncommon. Um, We find success in defining what the meeting type is. If it's heads down work, stay at home, right? If it's if it's collaboration, whiteboarding sessions, um, or just getting together, you want to define that. Um, But I I think you're starting to see people that want to come back to the office and also just get together. Um, But it's going to be different. I think it's going to be hybrid. I think that the more people get together, the more they're likely to get together.
0: So to create that momentum.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's about having fun. At the end of the day, you know, tech, tech is great because you get to solve problems, but you get to have fun. And I think that's another opportunity for companies to define that as a part of their culture.
0: Now, a moment ago, you talked about it being the goal to be part of the community here. And that's fantastic. What do you see as maybe Doppel's specific role in that community, or even your personally, like what are you hoping for the company and for yourself to bring to the community?
1: You know, we represent a very new innovative market, right? It's a widely talked about topic. Most of those companies are not in Charleston. Most of those companies are not in the Southeast. Um, So I, I hope that we can attract talent from You know, if they're a Southeast native that wants to kind of come back home and work for a company that's on the bleeding edge of tech, or for people that are interested in the community, maybe just from a a learning standpoint, to to be out there, right? As a hardworking, fast-moving company, you have a tendency to go heads down, right? You need to take the time and engage the community, hold events and... You know, what we want to do is say, hey, come learn about AR. What, you know, come learn about the innovations that we're seeing in the 3D space um, and welcome people that may be interested. So, long story to a short question uh, be a beacon for AR and and, and 3D talent uh, in the Southeast.
0: Yeah, Charleston, the. Growth sort of in the first decade of the expansion we've seen. There's been a lot of focus on B two B businesses, traditional. You know, I work at Blackbot, You know, we do essentially sure. CRM and and nonprofit accounting, uh, other companies. But you know, you're starting to see where companies are either springing up here or coming here that are in some some you know deeper. It may still be a B two B model, but it's deeper areas or new sort of frontiers of technology. And you know, it's that sort of wave of expansion that's not just about the growth and numbers. It's the, the, the breadth of the sure. business of technology is really interesting.
1: Yeah. That's, you know, we've got some pretty strong verticals, yeah. uh, in, in the philanthropic, uh, technology here, which is, which is really great. It's great to see diversity, right? And it's great to see, I like to see people that can jump different disciplines, yep. um, and continue to add value.
0: What are some of the more significant near-term goals, objectives you've got for Doppel? And what are some of the unique challenges maybe you're facing in trying to achieve those?
1: Yeah, really good. So uh, Doppel actually has not even launched yet. So you can go to doppel.io, D-O-P-P-L-E.io, and you'll see a webpage. So we're we're kind of in beta mode. Um, We just signed our 10th client. So we're going to come out we're going to come out pretty hot out of the gate. So the next milestone is an invite-only beta where we're inviting um up to about a 1000 a p- potential beta users. Um but when we launch, we're not going to launch like a small startup. So um kind of kind of still stealth yeah. mode, um but uh we spun out of a previous company which gave us uh, an advanced starting point.
0: Justin Scott, CEO of Doppel. Justin, where can listeners go in addition to visiting Doppel.io to learn more?
1: Yeah, first check out Doppel, D-O-P-P-L-E.io. Uh, that's our website. Uh, sign up for our newsletters. Uh, secondly, if you want to get in touch with me personally, DM me on, on LinkedIn. Uh, Justin Kyle Scott, I hope to talk to you soon.
0: Well, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Rich. I really appreciate it.
0: brings us to the end of this episode of the charleston digital corridor tech life podcast i'm looking forward to following doppel and seeing how they help transform e-commerce going forward this episode is brought to you by the city of charleston city of charleston is pleased to support the charleston digital corridor with its mission to foster innovation and entrepreneurship of course i want to thank the charleston Of course, I want to thank the Charleston Digital Corridor for their support and partnership in bringing you stories about the Charleston technology community. I want to remind listeners that you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Catch up on old episodes you may have missed, and while you're there, leave us a rating or a review so we know how we're doing. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and follow the Charleston Digital Corridor as well to stay up to date on all of the happenings here in Charleston. I'm Rich Conti and until next time, this has been the Charleston Digital Corridor Tech Life Podcast.